When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 73. I think think it's been a busy week for everybody. Especially oh, yeah. our, our especially our friend in Malden. I had a slow week. I didn't do much of anything. Yeah, but it's what you've done in the past that came to light in the mm-hmm. last week. Oh, moving all the stuff out of the shop. Yeah, that's what it was. It's yeah, really great it's to see good. you moving all the stuff yeah. out of the out of the shop. Looks good. Looks good. <laughs> what, no, what? Con- what are you talking congrat- about? Congratulations on the announcement of. Oh, the Netflix show. The Netflix, Is that what you, you know, it's easy. It's just another Netflix oh, show, right? I thought I told you guys. You guys didn't know? Well, we heard about the Chex Mix show, but not ah. the Netflix show. Yeah, I'm a big deal, dude. That's right. I'm a, I'm, I, I have, did I tell you I have a reoccurring role on a Netflix miniseries? That sounded like a Lifetime original, didn't it? I don't think people understand that having Derek on the podcast at this point costs us money every minute. So this episode might the be like running, really so short. Let's hurry up. Keep you it think going. When Derek My agent's becomes waiting. famous from Netflix will actually make some money from this show? I don't know. I mean, you guys will never know because yeah. I I am the yeah. Uh, I'm the we could be making thousands been going to Dominican. of dollars. He's. He doesn't even have a job. He keeps flying to the Dominican without money. Yeah, that's right. He just bought yeah, right. three NFTs with all this money that he's been. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, let's see. All like oh. eleven dollars we make on each. We'll go, we'll go back. We'll go back to Netflix. Did I send you guys the video? I sent it to Jimmy. I think the guy that broke into the. Um, what do you guys call the little box there? The safe for the crypto. It's oh, like a the, little uh, safe. Oh, a wallet. Yeah, the wallet. The, the wallet. wallet, yeah. The I wallet. didn't realize it was physical wallet. 
there's a video I'll send it to you guys that guy lost 2.8 million. Oh. He couldn't figure out was his it password. 2.8 million. Him and him and another guy invested in crypto, put it in a wallet. The guy forgot the password. Oh, he knew God. it, but he, they were screwing it up, and they couldn't figure it out. So he flew to Oregon, and this guy that's a computer hacker broke into it. And they relieve, re, re, you know, get it all out. Holy and, um, shit! They show how he does it. Wow! It's like a, it's only like a half hour. It's like a little mini documentary, but mm-hmm. it's really, really cool how he does it. And uh, it, it was pretty interesting. I'll send it to you. I'll put it. Well, in the there show was the notes. guy that had like even more it was than like that. a billion. Well, it was that's like a billion what, well, dollars. That's, well, that's yeah, what the yeah, guy yeah. starts. He's on his computer and he's like looking up at the camera. He's like, he goes, "It's a common problem." He's like, "This one right here." Three three hundred thousand. This one right here, four million. This one here, twenty five million dollars lost. This guy right here, fifteen million in a dumpster in Bangladesh. Yeah, it's like it good, just keeps going on and yeah, on, yeah, yeah. and it's crazy. But this guy retrieves at two point eight. He doesn't say how much he gets paid, but you figure he's got to get ten percent. Well, the guy yeah, that minimum, had right? like the the huge amount, I think he was offering fifty percent of the wallet. Oh wow. wow! Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. If you have a yeah. chance of having nothing or thirty million dollars, I'd rather have fifteen million mm-hmm. than yeah. zero. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, like I would offer that as a finder's fee. Think about. I always think about like if I could go back in time ten years. Oh god! Oh, and knowing you'd be, everything you'd, I you'd know be four now. Four years old. What's yeah. that? There's nothing. You'd be like fifteen years I'd be old. 12. You'd still know nothing. And I'd be twelve. You'd, no, you'd be begging your parents, I'd, like, Dad, no, please yeah, give me a thousand dollars for I'd Bitcoin. I'd be a billionaire right now, hundred percent. Everybody would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it's amazing. Really like would. if just if even even if you went back like three years, four Two years. years, yeah, Two that years. does that never stops, Paul. Yeah, like, it's you keep crazy. saying if I could be twenty again, if I could be yeah. thirty yep. again, if I could be fifty again. But back to me and Netflix. Let's go back to that. <laughs> so I've been hearing about this for for a year, three years, three years, yeah, three years, two years. No, very exciting. Got to be two huge years, news, right? Yeah, when was this originally years. conceived? Um, years ago, 20, 2017, I think the the original photo that started it all started in twenty seventeen, I believe, and um, I think it was twenty eighteen. Uh, we shot the pilot. And then, was it really uh, that yeah. long ago? I, I think so. I think so. I have to let me Holy check. Shit. Let me check. Talk about yourselves amongst yourselves while Talk I check. Ourselves. October We need an official Hold we on. need an official uh like uh record keeper for these we, kind of we things. Need, we uh, need we, we need, need maybe I can get on. Lewis to like, you know, be our Jamie to Joe yeah. Rogan. Let's you see. Know. Let's see. When are they going to come after Jamie? Jamie's got to have done some some questionable shit. You know what I mean? Like, Jamie barely all right. speaks. <laughs> so, twenty nineteen, October twenty nineteen is when we shot this picture right here. Oh yeah, the the, so, the big chair. So us sitting. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. This was this was it making him. So that's when we shot oh, the pilot. Yes, I remember oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually. Yeah. This is probably a better shot of that yes, picture. Yes, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I was about to say. More accurate. That's more That's accurate. More accurate. Got it. So that was, so it was uh, 2018, <laughs> October 28, 2019, we shot the pilot, uh, according to this. So that yeah, means that makes the sense. actual That was picture, the first maker camp. Yeah, so the actual picture must have been 2018, a year er- earlier. Oh, okay. We, di- we did it. We shot mm-hmm. that photo on the big chair. And then it was going to be picked up by uh, another channel that rhymes with recovery that we're not Mm going to name. 
and um, and then the Recovery Channel. Yeah, you don't don't say it. We don't want anybody to know. And mm-hmm. then um, it was done by Netflix, up. and it was like. You know, to say, you know, it's funny because Friday, we got a call Thursday night saying that it was going to be, uh, the trailer was going to be released on Friday, not to say anything, which was very, very difficult. And um, I told one person, I made sure I killed him so they couldn't say anything. It was very, the secret was safe. And he's then, um, yeah, he's gone. But um, no, it was amazing. I was at work at the pizza parlor and uh, all of a sudden my phone just literally lit up like I've never experienced in my life. It was the most, it was just amazing. I didn't know how else to explain it. My phone just didn't stop. It just was constant roll for about 12 hours of just, uh, you know, notifications, notifications. Friends I haven't talked to in in 20 years were reaching out to me. And I must have cried about 50 times that day. It was just, it was unbelievable. And, um, you know, to tell my kids and then my kids to see the trailer. And, you know, they've seen bits and pieces of things. And uh, my family, you know, unfortunately, my father's not here to appreciate it with me. And my mother's, you know, she's not in no state to appreciate it either, which kind of bums me out. But, you know, my brothers and sisters and stuff. So yeah, of course. It, was, it was just really, really amazing. It was something I need to say second to the birth of my children and my marriage just so nobody lynches me. But yeah, just it's, once it's, you have to uh, say that. Yeah, just it say it now, really, and then you'll yeah. have officially said yeah, it. And then after yeah. that, we can it talk just, in no, the but post-show. It was, just, it was just truly, truly amazing and uh, like a feeling I've never you know experienced. It was, yeah, Yeah, it was just really cool. It was just – and, you know, today we had a um, – a zoom call with people from Netflix and stuff. And, you know, they were like, you know, just be ready. Like you, you potentially could be exposed to 240 million people, Jesus. you know, and that's it's just how many like, viewers Netflix has. Yeah. Yeah. And to just think like, just, you know, it, it, it's like, um, you know, buying a lottery ticket and it's, you know, a hundred million dollars prize. Not that that's what I'm making this year, but no, but it just, you know, the potential to change my life forever, you know, I, you know, just, it it already has, you know, it's given me opportunities I never would have already had, you know, and, um, and I'm just, I'm just grateful for it, but it's, it's exciting. It's really exciting. March 4th, right? Yeah. March 4th, it comes out and, um, I don't know what we're doing. Like if we're having like a party or, you know, we're talking about it, but logistically it's just difficult because it's like, you know, I honestly, I want to be with my wife and my children watching Mm -hmm. it and whatever we do, they got to be there and then I got to fly them in and, you know, you know, mm-hmm. if we watch it up in New York where it was filmed and then, yeah. you know, it, it just, I don't know, it, we'll figure it out. You know, it'll work out, but it's uh, just trying to enjoy it right now. And know, the so. episodes come out like a normal Netflix show where they're I all think at once. all at once. I oh. think all at once. Yeah. Nice. So I've se- I've seen three of them and um, they were. That's what amazing. I was going to ask you. I don't remember if you'd said you've seen. Them yeah, all we've yet. seen we've seen three of them and um, you know like bits and pieces and rough edits and um, you know it's it's going to be nice to see them all finished and polished and and done upright. So um, will you see yeah. them before you think or probably just uh, have to no? Wait I like think just else. with everybody else, just going to wait like everybody else. That's you awesome. Know, so, I feel like yeah. there's something nice about that, though, for you guys, like to just watch it for the first time yeah. with everybody else, you know, versus like, because otherwise you, you get a preconceived, like, you already do, right? Have a preconceived kind of opinion as to the three you've seen yeah. where you can think about them, where the other ones, it'll just be, you know, like, I don't know, that'll be kind of cool to have there be a surprise, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just been nice. Like a lot of guys in work were really supportive. A lot of guys in work just found out, and um, so it's just it's just it was just fun. It's That's been awesome. fun. It's been fun. I'm looking forward to this month, and um, it's funny because I'm kind of like just mentally having a tough time because like after we shot the show, in case people didn't notice, I had a tough time getting back to work and dealing with all that and now i'm kind of like feeling like that again i'm like i don't want to go back to work but you know it's just because i shot the show it doesn't make me a fucking tv star or whatever a netflix star that can quit his job everybody's like oh you gotta quit it's like i didn't get fucking paid money because it's coming out like it's like i'm just as broke as i ever was you know what i mean it's not like they say hey we're releasing it we'll give you a hundred grand it's just you know, it's the same old poor Derek. So it's you like, million, you know, a couple million dollars. To yeah. Yeah. Go and, yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. You know, like we'll Angela see. and I are like really into Survivor, like the show Survivor. Yeah. yeah. And um, we've been watching a lot of the old seasons. And, you know, so like you win a million dollars if you yeah. win Survivor, right? Yeah. But you got to pay tax on that million dollars, yeah. obviously. Yeah. $600,000. All these people, all these yeah. people like go back to work. Like they, they win the million dollars and then they go back to doing what they're doing because. Yeah. Unless you're already at the point in your life where you're like about to retire and then mm. you go, okay, I'm good. Like I don't have to pay, you know, a lot of the guys that win, a lot of people that win have, are like have young kids or are, are about to have kids. Yeah. Right. So that just starts you on like a good path mm-hmm. where you don't have to worry as much, but unless you live in like Indiana yeah. and you know, where like your house is 50 or a hundred thousand dollars and you know, you don't, and you can take that. 600,000 and milk it for the rest of your life. You got to keep doing shit. Yeah. You know, you got to keep oh, making yeah. income. And one of the guys that's on the show, you you got to know about the guy Boston Rob, Derek. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. this guy Boston Rob, he was on Survivor and then he was on like every other show. He was on mm-hmm. The Challenge. He they, when him yeah. and his wife got engaged on Survivor, and mm-hmm. then their wedding was a CBS special show. They filmed yeah. the wedding. Yeah. So basically he was on Survivor and then he used that appearance. He didn't win until like the fifth time he was on. But he turned that into a career in mm. show business, never actually having to do more than 39 days. It's, a, it's genius because mm. Survivor is 39 days. So he would go on Survivor like four or five times. I'm sure every other time he went on, he was negotiating with them to get paid you know, like yeah. just to be there because at this point he's synonymous with the show. Yeah. And it's just interesting how like, you know, you can, if, if you do it right, no matter what you're on, you can take that opportunity. Paul and I were talking about it on Saturday. We were mm. talking about Forged in Fire mm. and how some guys took it and turned it into their career as a knife maker. Yeah. And Paul took it and uh, squandered it. Yeah. I mean, you're an idiot. I haven't I mean, made a knife it. since. All you've yeah. done is built like several large buildings and you haven't done shit. No. And you know. Yeah, but you um, can't cut anything with those. No. Yeah. No, exactly. How you could you even prepare a meal with an I beam? No, no. You couldn't. <laughs> you know what's funny? After that show and like I literally have barely like forged anything since that show. And I kinda thought about it, I'm like, you know, I don't even really like knives that much. <laughs> I don't even know why <laughs> I was making them. Like they were getting views on YouTube, but like I'm not like into like they're cool like and it like i at a point like i did kind of like it's them, the process but it's, it's like the process i don't want like a collection of knives like i don't give a shit like i i, I liked making i liked making a couple it was fun and i like making like axes and hammers like but mm-hmm. then it's like 
What the hell? It am would I be do? nice to see you make some stuff because you do make some nice stuff. Yeah, like, I got to do some love, more again. Like the map of uh, the United States. I want to like, make I more stuff wanna, like that. Yeah, like I always want to knock that idea off and well, do, steal do it, something you know? like it's that. Just, yeah, yeah, because I I think that's one of the coolest things. Here's an, that the, I love that. The, one of the things I wanted to do, which maybe you could do, is like cut out each individual state and then like stick them on the wall like i was going to do it out of steel mm. maybe with a gap mm. in between yeah with a gap and it, what you should do is just yeah, cut yeah, out yeah. the whole thing in at once and then use mm-hmm. the off cut as like a template and all the states will line mm-hmm. up you stick the whole yeah. thing on the wall and then you pull the the yeah. whatever the drop or the off whatever yeah, yeah, you yeah, call it yeah. away and yeah. you're left with all like the states and then if you had a big yeah. enough wall, you could do, like, Hawaii way over in the corner and, like, Alaska way up high. <laughs> yeah. Like, What's that noise? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my garage door a garage door opening? I oh, got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to bleep that whole section that you just set out, Paul, so no one steals the idea. It's just going to be That's one long, idea. like, doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like you ever watch Logan Paul's podcast? They'll be talking mm. about like NFTs, and they'll say one that like they're looking at, and they'll bleep it out because yeah. otherwise everybody will go and buy it. I don't know that we have the type of viewership to really, uh, no. you know, drive that drive that kind of uh, influence. But it's a nice. Oh thought. shit! What was I just yeah. gonna say? Oh, I saw. Speaking of <laughs> NFTs, I saw some crazy shit. But yeah, Derek, we're excited. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Oh wait, I, yeah. I lost it's gonna you. be fun. It's gonna be fun to see. I'm I'm hoping that you guys do the viewing party at Jimmy's so that it's closer mm. for me to drive to. That's well, my, that's what you know. <laughs> Graz was looking at. Uh, there's a movie theater in uh, Salem, Mass. Okay. That um, I think it sits like seats like 500 people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was thinking of like if we rented that. And, is there a plane landing? Dude, this freaking garage door it's again. Garage door. Uh, yeah, and then. Um, you know, if we rented that, got like food, stuff like that, mm-hmm. got like a head count for everybody in the show who wanted to go, like their family, and mm-hmm. then open it up to like friends, and then like, you know, if other people wanted to come, you mm-hmm. know, that'd be kind of fun to do, but I don't know. That's like, a good idea. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. It's a little you know, short notice almost though, right? Because I, well, maybe not. Yeah. How many people are really it's renting it It's four weeks and it's, yeah. It's like, it's like you know, a couple it's a hundred bucks thing. to rent out a movie theater. Like it's not as much as you'd think. Yeah, Dude, no, it's not. It's like, no, it's I not, almost thought so, about doing yeah. that with my friends one day. Like if like, there's like a movie theater near me, like the, the they're not like 500. So maybe they're like 70 people. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like it might. Yeah. It literally yeah. might be like two hundred bucks. Like it'd be fun just to rent out the theater for a night and watch uh, yeah. a movie. Apparently, apparently, there's a. My uncle was saying down in Florida, there's a bunch of movie theaters that you can. It's it's like ninety bucks, and you can rent it out wow. like, for the night and watch. But it's. I think it's a movie that they already have like in the theater oh. or something yeah. like that. Um and um, but it's a small theater and like I guess no one's really going to the movies right now. I don't know. One time yeah, they just um did a movie theater over by us. Whoa. What was that? Is that you, Paul? It's Paul. Oh, Paul gets Paul's got that Fairfield internet. Yeah. Yeah, no, you broke up for a second. But the movie theater near us, they did the whole thing over. So it was like couches with tables, and they served you food. Mm. And it was like, like stadium seating, but it was like... You know, instead of it being just a little narrow thing you walked on, it was like 10 feet deep. Oh, so wow. it was like these huge steps. Yeah, it was beautiful. 
And then they they did over, I don't know, it seems like five or six years ago. It might have been longer than that. But they just leveled the whole thing, and it's going to be an Amazon fulfillment Oh, my center. God. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's thing, yeah, man. That's, yeah. that's what everybody wants. I was just talking yeah. to my friends that have the art studio in Brooklyn, yeah. in Queens. Yeah. Um, and, Derek, you were there. It's, a, yeah. it's like a 20, I think it's a twenty five or 30,000 square foot building. Yeah. And part of it was my friend's father's importing business, and that's sort of like fading out. And they're like... Yeah trying to figure out who they'd want as a tenant. Yeah. And they're like, well, we want like we don't want like an industrial because it would take up too much power because there's like a limited amount of power for them. Yeah. And to upgrade the service is a real big deal because it's mm. in New York City technically. Mm. It's in Queens. So they're like, we don't want an industrial tenant. We don't really have the need to expand and we don't want to deal with like multiple small tenants because they're all fucking annoying. You yeah. know, like, and she's like, yeah, they all have personalities, and then yeah. since they're all artists, a lot of them can't pay, so they get laid, and then you have to evict them, and they start as friends, and she's like, it's just a lot. She's like, I don't know what to do, and I'm like, honestly, I think you could probably box it off real easy and rent it to an Amazon fulfillment place, and people mm. would probably be clamoring to get in that space because it's in like a it's in like a tight metropolitan area where they could do like just fulfillment in that town, you know? Mm. And she's like, yeah, yeah like. Well, for the thing is, I mean, it's it would be for a small like hub, yeah. but I think that there is such a demand on that. Type yeah, of yeah. Space. There's not big space out there anyway, and, and so they'd have area, to have lots yeah. of small. Mm. Yeah, exactly. they'd have to have small, lot of small spaces. Mm. But yeah. but it would be from an impact standpoint, right? It's going to be LED lighting and a forklift charger, and like that's it. You know, like there yeah. would be no other real like, um, uh, or it could be it could be a returns. Hub. I was just oh, watching yeah. a video about those, about how they need return hubs because right now, with the especially with the holidays and with COVID, they the amount of returns they're getting is up like thirty percent from last year because people are buying like four. They, they call it. I never knew this term. It's called wardrobing. When you buy like ten of ten different shirts and you only intend to keep one, oh. yeah. but you buy them in different colors and sizes because going to a store is a pain in the ass. Yes, you know, so anyway. you're annually married, dude. That's what women do. Like, they'll come home with 15. You know, Christina will go out and spend $3,000 on dresses and just buy one, and everything goes back, and it's like, it drives me crazy. But, you know, it's funny you said that. Literally today, I just bought the wrong adapter for my um, MacBook, mm-hmm. and it's for an iPhone. I'm like, uh, it's just a dongle I thought I bought, yeah, yeah, but it's an yeah. iPhone dongle with Ethernet. It's like who hooks up an Ethernet it's cord an to the iPhone? iPhone? That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't even know that but was possible. Anyways, that's for like that's for hacking the uh, the the crypto wallet. That's yeah, the only it, reason you'd ever like need it's that. It's like why would you have that? But I'm just going to return it because Amazon makes it so goddamn easy to return everything. And for us, like they'll pick it up even. Yeah, but yeah. if you want, you can drop it off at Kohl's or Whole Foods. Yeah. So Kohl's, mm-hmm. I go to drop it off there. And I this Saturday, some other things. This was the other day. I'm dropping off stuff. And the guy is fucking buried in oh, shit. Oh, God. I know. And I'm like saying, I would give them $1,000 for this stuff right now. And they're probably going to sell it for about 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like all that shit there. Yep. You know, it just, it, it's nuts how they get rid of everything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, there's a really interesting video I, I'll share with you guys about the Amazon return thing. And it was talking about how like there's a lot of uh, YouTubers now that just buy the crate because you buy like an Amazon return crate and one girl was saying like she she bought the crate and she went through every single item and she figured out it was like I think it was like 
eight or nine thousand dollars worth of stuff, and she paid like five hundred bucks wow. for the crate. And there's a huge market in selling that stuff, but then you have to deal with it. And for Amazon, mm-hmm. obviously, it's just cheaper to just dump it than it is mm-hmm. to deal That's with it. That's amazing. You know? mm-hmm. And um, and now there's now there's the whole sustainability side of it, where people are saying like, you know, uh, it was a, a woman that worked at Amazon was saying that she worked at a return center and they would get like books and the books would be in perfect condition and Amazon's uh, algorithm when she she said you would like scan the item and tell it what was wrong with it and she said that one time she got a bunch of books and she was trying to get the results from the Amazon computer to tell her to put it in the bin for resale but the only option she would get is destroy like the destroy bin destroy and she was like it would just she's like it felt horrible to know that like these books could have gone to like a children's library somewhere. And instead Mm -hmm. there was no way for me to not have it go in like the landfill or in the incinerator or whatever it was. And, um, you know, and it exposed, I mean, so much of the shit just gets, the the other, the other day we got like a, a flurry of Amazon packages and everything was in a box and it was in the cardboard boxes. I'm always like put in a box. I don't want it shipped like Mm. in its own box. And just in our house alone, we had a mountain of cardboard. And I'm not any, you know, environmentalist by any means, but can you imagine the amount of cardboard oh Amazon goes through? Oh my god! Just the just the energy to make the cardboard. Never mind, move it and pack it and deliver imagine. it, and it, it's I, I I can't either. It's amazing to me. Stuff is as cheap as as it is. It's yeah, it like, makes you wonder. Like. You go to the grocery store and you get like bananas from you know South like America, and they someone picked them, processed them, put them on a truck, dude, drove them to dude. a, a airport, they flew them here, or put them on a boat or whatever the Paul, hell they did. Like Paul, bring it back to the fish tank. I used to say that. Oh, the fish, say, yeah, oh, that fish. I paid seventy five dollars. Everybody's like, oh my god, that's, that's a like ton nothing. Of money for a fish. Keep it alive. Seventy five dollars. Some guy in Fiji with a net that down yeah. to the bottom of the ocean with the net. Yeah. Scooped this like thing up, went up, went up, put it in his boat, took his boat to the shore. His buddy on the shore took it, put it in a tank. It's like, what they did took he it, get they paid? They brought it to Four a center. Cents? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like this changed hands a hundred times yeah. to get it's here. It's so crazy. It's like, are you kidding me? Yep. That's a steal. That was how I felt about when I went to... Um, uh, St. Lucia, mm-hmm. and they have pineapple farms. And I found out that a pineapple, one pineapple, grows on one pineapple tree and takes one year to cultivate. Jesus wow. Christ. And I'm like, pineapple should be $300. Yeah. If, if they Holy take a year shit. to grow, they should be $300, Holy and they shit. should be the kind of thing that they bring over to a you delicacy. on a fucking golden platter yeah. at the restaurant. Everybody in the restaurant goes, oh my, can you believe They got it? the pineapple. They got yeah. the pineapple. Yeah, you go to yeah. the airport, you and got... it's in those little plastic things that they've been in there for a month, frozen, with mixed in have, with the other Or you fruit. have some... Or you have some dickhead on YouTube with 17 of them oh, yeah. up and Slice. a fucking sword, <laughs> and he's slicing yeah. them in half. Like, there, like that dummy who on yeah. Forge and Fire. 20 years, 20 years of pineapples. Gone. 20 years of... Yeah. Think about yeah. the atrocity. It's like a holocaust yeah. of pineapples that Forge and Fire has done. They've... Oh, years... Y- workers... Years of workers' lives have been yeah. lost to the pineapples that have been oh, desecrated so on Forge and Fire. Could you imagine a guy, a pineapple farmer, seeing yeah. the, like, the way that his poor pineapple... He's like, you know, caring for this plant for a fucking year. 
the amount of yeah. water, the fertilizer. I had no like, idea. Just that's how walking they over and looking at it. Yeah. I always wondered that. Like they must have some disclaimer at the end of that show because I always wondered that. Like when they chop up like the big fish and stuff I like that, like, like when they cut it. Like yeah. yeah, like are they serving that like to animals no, after really something? Right. They, they gotta they gotta be doing something. They, no. People we must be screaming at them. I don't Dude, know. No, I don't think um, their viewers did you, really give a did shit. You, did you see that? Did yeah, you see? I haven't seen the new Jackass movie, but I heard it's hysterical. Oh, no. yeah. But apparently they're under big fire from uh, PETA. Because they did a bunch of stunts where, like, somebody got bit in the face with a rattlesnake, and then they oh did one with, God. like, it, it looks like a, um, it looks like a condor. They must have put something on one of the guys, like, crotches, and then, like, a condor comes down and eats it. <laughs> but they're, like, you know, and then Johnny Knoxville gets, like, hit really hard by a bull, and apparently, like, Dude, I it, saw it really fucked him up yeah. for, like, a year. He had, like, yeah. like memory loss, and I mean, yeah, it was, like, I the worst. He, he, he doesn't do any stunts anymore after that one, oh, but PETA's, like, attacking them, saying that the movie should be taken out of theaters and all this shit. Oh, yeah. That's going to make know. more people go see it. I want to see it, but you know what's so funny? Going back to the movie theaters, I don't have any interest in going and seeing it in a movie theater. And no. I'm actually really disappointed that I have to, I can't just just stream it. Like, I would pay 20 bucks to watch it on my TV if I didn't have to go to the theater, but it's only in theaters. Really? So, yeah, I was I was surprised. I mean, especially a movie like that where, I mean, I, I feel like people, like, that Jackass has real dedicated fans, but it also has mm. a lot of people that would just watch it if it was on TV yeah, and don't yeah. really want to go and, yeah. like, sit in a movie theater. Like, I don't have any interest in that, so... Anyway, like Angela won't go see that with me, and I don't have anybody to go with me to see it. So uh, I'm like, I'm not going to the movie theater by myself. Lewis. It's not happening. We'll, we'll go in no. Atlanta. We honestly, we probably should. Mm. <laughs> I think Saturday night I gotta see my daughter. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see her. How far does she live from? Uh, not I don't even far. Know where we're gonna? Yeah, be. not far. Not far. I'm uh, hoping her boyfriend picks us up from the airport. Oh, that would be so, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, t- speaking yeah. of the airport, did I tell you my screw, my airport screw up? No, I don't. Tell me oh it now, because I'm going. I'm going to the airport in about in about so, eight hours. So, so I went to book the trip, and one of us oh. didn't have our KTN number handy. So I was kind of uh. held up, waiting to get a KTN number. So I'm book. I waiting to book it. So finally, this person gets their KTN number. I go to book it, and I says to my wife, I says, well, that actually worked out good. I says, the fare was $100 less now than it was earlier. She's like, that's weird. I go, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they dropped the prices. So I book it. That's on like a Sunday night. Thursday night, Jackman says, hey, what flight you guys taking? I says, oh, we're taking this one on Thursday to Sunday. He goes, oh, send me the itinerary. I'll see if I can get on the same flight. So I sent it to Jackman. He goes, now this is February 3rd, the Thursday. He goes, I don't know if I'm reading this right, but it says your flight to Atlanta was this morning. Oh, my God. (laughs) I go, no, it's the 24th, dude. He goes, dude, it says Thursday morning. Holy shit. Today. I'm like, what? I look at it. Uh, uh, So on JetBlue, it's like a calendar, and then it gives you options for other days, cheap affairs. I don't know if just sitting at the keyboard, I hit a button and picked a different day or whatever, but I picked from those three days. So I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So now it's Thursday night. The flight left, you know, 18 hours earlier. Oh. So I called JetBlue, two-hour wait on hold. Oh. I finally get a lady. I says, listen, I fucked up bad. She goes, what you do? 
So she was so funny. This lady broke my balls from the get-go. She was so funny. And she goes, we'll take care of it for you. Don't worry. So at first I thought I was going to lose about $800. And then I realized I paid to be able to change the flight. So I was like, the flight there was only $69. So I'm like, you know what? I'll eat the 125 bucks as long as I get the flight's home change, which we hadn't passed yet. So she ends up uh, crediting me the entire amount. Wow. She apologized for having to be on hold and took care of everything. The only thing she, because I bought the new tickets, she couldn't give me a full refund on that. So I have a $100 credit. Hmm. But I couldn't believe it. I was like, what about what good customer service? I mean, I could have just changed my mind and said, I'll go to Atlanta in a couple of weeks. And she wouldn't have known, mm. you know. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah, gave yeah. me the whole credit, you know. Oh, that's great. But it was so good. But I was saying, can you imagine if Jackman didn't ask me for the itinerary? Oh, my God. We would have went to the airport. Oh, and they would have been like, yeah, your flight was four weeks ago, pal. Oh, that would have sucked. So, that's just crazy. Yeah, I've done that before uh. where I've booked uh, I've booked basically just, like, not been paying attention when I booked yeah. the flight and then been like, uh-oh, wait we, a second. Like, I something think doesn't seem just, right here. I think it's just Atlanta. Do you remember last time we went? What oh, happened? yeah, something happened, right? I missed, my, I missed my flight. Oh, yeah. Remember I was sitting there and they changed the oh, um, yeah. gate. And the lady's like, oh, no, that's gate nine. I said, it says on my phone, gate 36. She goes, yeah, you got to update it. When no. did you When did yeah, you? What if you had a printed out boarding pass? That's why people, that's why airplane, air, uh, air, God, yep. why can't I? Airport people get in, like, physical yeah. and verbal yeah. altercations yeah. because they're all such dicks. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. I was like, I, I, print, I, I downloaded it at 530 this morning. She goes, well, you got to update it. I was like, get mm-hmm. the hell out of here, you nitwit. Yeah. But all's well that ends well. So you made it. Yeah, made it. I'm looking so. at my flight. Yeah, okay. Friday, February 25th. Now I had to go and check and make sure that I booked <laughs> the right flight. No, it's funny. Jackman goes, "Good news, the seat next to you is available." So I booked it. Ugh. I'm like, "Great, that's all I need is Jackman on one side of me and Jimmy on the other." Oh, and make a sandwich. No thanks. Yeah, I I change my seat and go sit by myself somewhere. I'm gonna. My, I, so I'm flying down to DR tomorrow morning, and there's like seven people on the plane. Nice, that's perfect. Because because the the U.S. just made the Dominican like a level four travel restriction because they have a lot of COVID Leprosy. right now in the DR. So they're saying like basically like there's four levels of travel awareness with COVID, yeah. and it was a level two for the longest time. Basically, like just be aware, like you know there is some COVID there. After just be the aware holidays, of somebody's coughing on you. Dude, after the holidays, it just, like, went crazy. And uh, so now it's, like, uh, super high. So basically, if you if you book a flight to the DR, like, you get an email that says, hey, you probably you shouldn't got go. Cold. You test positive. You, you just shouldn't go. <laughs> you just shouldn't go. You just uh, tested positive for COVID. So, uh, yeah, there's nobody going. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah, threat level four. Do not travel. <laughs> Do not travel to the Dominican Republic. Did you tell your boss that? He doesn't give a shit. Of course he doesn't. Well, and where I'm going, too, is, like, isolated. It's not like I'm going to, like, walk around yeah. Santa Domingo and, like, go out to <laughs> dinner. You know, it's like I, I get uh, off the airplane. I go directly to a place. I go to meetings for three days. I get back in the same car. I go back to the airport. It's like You're greeted no... by the, the, the doorman with the shotgun. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That'll be in the after show. We'll, I'll share that picture on the private Instagram account. 
Uh, so anyway, what have you guys been making? At 33 minutes into this, Paul got a new tool. I got a new tool. I got a new tool, yeah, but- got a new tool too. What'd you get, Derek? You guys go first. All right. What'd you get, Paul? Well, I got a lift, car lift, right. thanks to Chris. And, Chris, and you installed nice. it today. And I installed it today with Louie. We couldn't wait. It was oh, really nice. easy to install. Like, it went up quick. Yeah. Um, I just had is to it bolted out. to the floor or yeah. is it, like, freestanding? Yeah. yeah bolted is that floor. just to keep it secure, like, steady? No, you need to bolt structural? it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It would fall o- It would probably fall over. It, unless you perfectly balance the car, like, within inches, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? So, so what's it bolted with? I, I used um, the Hilti Epoxy. Like how big of a bolt? Oh, three quarter like, inch bolt. It? Five three quarter inch say, bolts. Five eighths or three quarter on each nice. side. Oh. Um, yeah. So, nice. it's it's definitely nice. good. Yeah, I'd have to imagine it was an easy install. I mean, yeah. Without like, I mean, Paul and I took it apart in like maybe two hours. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. what took us the longest was like the thinking about like, okay, we're gonna disconnect this hydraulic yeah. line. We're gonna we're gonna because like we wanted to be careful not to fuck it up but like i think if we if we had to do it again oh yeah i think like under an hour like we're out of that out of yeah, a place yeah. you know like mm. it was so yeah. fast um yeah. and then it was heavy as shit oh my god to put it to move but um i mean and, and that would be the other thing like if you had a third person yeah i think you're out you're done in in one hour like tops i just literally to, to remove a lift put the boom on the forklift used the, the beam the the dogs clamped it to the yep. top of the that open part on the top and just Plopped mm-hmm. it right into place, lifted the cross piece up with the forklift, had it bolt. I mean, I had the thing put together in literally five minutes, like standing up. I just had to. Yeah. The hardest part was moving it around, making sure it's plumb, adjusting mm-hmm. the cables back, you know, because I had to mm-hmm. play around with that a little bit. The wiring, it yeah. was really. We had to wire it, and I had to put it. I had to go get a 20 amp breaker uh, because I thought there was a three phase, like a 60 or 50 or 60 amp three-phase, like, um, bo- like uh, plug and then a disconnect, and I thought it was powered. Mm-hmm. So that's when I called you. I'm like, can you just take the two legs of that and make it single-phase yeah. 220? And you're like, yeah. And so I'm like, perfect. Then I go to test it to see if there's power to it. My electrician disconnected it in the box because he thought we weren't using it and used those uh. breakers for the other welder in the middle of the shop. And so I had to go get a 20-amp breaker, shut all the power off, in the entire place, mm. and then put the breaker in, and then reconnect the wires. Um, but it ended up working fine. Nice. Hmm. So nice work. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, uh, I'm I'm so glad it worked out. It was like, it, and I don't know. I, I think we we maybe we talked about it, but like the real quick quick story on it was one day I popped on Marketplace and I see this lift for a great price, and it's in the town over from me. It was literally it was five minutes yeah. from me, and. Um, when I when I talked to the guy about it, it turned out that the guy had bought his house and the house had been owned by a, a previous mechanic who had multiple cars in his like collection. So these lifts were literally just to keep cars off the ground so that he could put other cars underneath. Oh, them. Was that what he so did? So the wow. thing is, oh, okay. yeah. So the thing was like immaculately clean. Yeah. You know, like not like a real mm. like a regular mechanics lift is filthy. It's got brake dust all over it and like you know they're yeah. beat to shit. This one. And judging by how loose the bolts were, oh clearly wasn't used that very was much. Insane. Derek, this thing was. Well, I went up on a ladder and I was leaning against it, and it was <laughs> shaking back and forth. <laughs> Holy shit! I can't. It was scary. Yeah. It was scary how loose it was. 
Um, oh, that's funny. And uh, so anyway, it worked out perfect. And then my new tool was that Paul, at, on his way down, brought down my new power hammer, which I'm so excited about. It is, it is like the coolest thing. It's really thing. cool. I like yeah, and uh, but not without, of course, not without significant effort oh. because my forklift decided that it doesn't run if it's twenty degrees. So it must have stalled. What do you think it stalled? Ten times, yeah, fifteen times? It was crazy, dude. It would start. I would get like almost to where You'd I needed get to be. Fifteen seconds. He could move the forklift in fifteen second increments. Then it would yep. die, and he'd have to open up the hood and heat it with the heat gun. And then yeah. he'd jump on quick, start it up for another 15 seconds, like, try to move and it. I'm like, go, 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 everybody get out of the way. And then, like, at one <laughs> point, he got it. At least he got the forks up on top of the deck of the truck, and it stopped. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't even want to try and start it again, so we cranked the... We slid the hammer over onto the forks with a ratchet strap. Like, yep. <laughs> this is, like, all the things you buy a forklift for. You should never have to do shit like this. <laughs> but, like... yeah. And then instead of him backing it off, I pulled the truck out from underneath it. <laughs> but yeah. now, um, are you gonna bring it somewhere to get it fixed, Chris? Or are you gonna take it apart yourself? Or so I was talking do? to Chris Cash about it today, and he's like, "Dude, that's exactly what happened to mine." And he said, "It's just the the vaporizer, yeah. which is like the carburetor." He's like, and he said, "He's like, I he goes, I heard you talking about it on your story that you're gonna try to fix it." He goes, "Don't even bother." He goes, "Buy a universal vaporizer on Amazon for 150 bucks." Yeah, he goes, "Take the did. old one out." Put a new one in. He goes, I bet you it'll run perfect. And he actually thinks that the Datsun motor in mine is the same motor that's in his. So he oh, was really? like, you know, send me a picture of it next time you're with it. Um, and I'm pro- I'm just going to do that because it makes sense. And then I was reading online that if I, uh, in those Datsuns, they say, like, to replace the spark plugs. Because um, they say, like, the spark plugs can be a little finicky. So um, I'll probably just order the – I'd like to get – he said it doesn't matter what I get, but I, I – I have this, like, I would rather buy the exact model vaporizer that's in there. Mm. So I just need to get, like, a photo of it. Because there is one on Amazon that looks just like it. But I would like to, I would feel better if I bought the exact same one with the same numbers stamped in it and everything. And then I'll know it's a direct replacement, you know. Um, And the other thing is, I, I never checked, I haven't checked the coolant. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. DLM's Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. 
That's what so, I'm, like. It might not have. That's what I think it. it is, Chris. I think a lot of it is you yeah. might because mine had no antifreeze in it. That yeah. I think you need to do that because that's what I said to Louie. I told him we were having problems. And he's like, did he mm-hmm. check to see if there was antifreeze in it? I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, it was funny because by the time we were having problems, it would have been too hot to check it. So there was like, at that point, yeah. we were just screwed. But we, at, at the end of the day, we wound up getting the hammer off of Paul's truck, getting the forklift parked, and then kind of like towards the end of the day, it was probably like 4 o'clock, I, I had a couple people at the shop, and I was like, you know what? I really want to get this thing inside. Otherwise, it's probably not going to go into the shop for you know a month. So we just said, fuck it. We moved all the sandbags out from in front of the doors. It was like 50 sandbags, all the plywood, all the stuff. We opened the shop. We moved all my shit over to the side. And then the forklift ran just long enough for me to get it into the doors. And then it died. Then I got it to start. Then I got into the shop a little further. Then it died. Then I got it to start and I got it out of the shop and I flew in reverse as fast as I could across the driveway, got it into its parking spot. As soon as I I backed into the cement mixer, I I felt it hit, it died again. I just said, fuck it, I dropped the forks and I turned off the propane and Uh, that was it. I was like, I'm good, we're done. So it worked. Dude, and I said to Paul, I said, if that forklift, if, if I got back to my shop, and that forklift was gone. It had it did its job. I, I mm. it did exactly yeah. what it was supposed to do. So anyway, I'm I'm excited. I'm uh, the the hammer is so cool, and I'm so excited to get it running. I I was talking to Chris today. He's like, uh, he's like, dude. He goes, dude, don't like take your time. He goes, get that thing running. He's like, I really want to see it run. I'm like, dude, I, I'm so anxious. I wish I could just spend the whole week doing it. Like I'm ordering all the parts. I, I measured for the flat belt. I'm ordering a new shaft, new pillow blocks. Like I'm going to remake that whole tower. Yeah, bro. I would. I'm going to remake the whole You got to get that so. induction forge. I know, I know. You know, I've been I've been trying to reach out to the company yeah, that makes it on. and I've dude, I've sent them four emails. I've filled out their contact form five times on their website. I messaged them on Facebook. I'm just going to call them. I should just call them uh and try to get in touch with them because I mean, I'll buy it, but I'd really like to not, mm. you know? I mean, I'm going to – the thing is I'm gonna, I want to make a video about it. Like, I, I yeah. guarantee they'll sell a bunch of them. Like, so many people don't even know they're a thing, you know? I would like so, one of those. Yeah. I mean, for 1100 bucks to, like, almost never turn on your gas forge again. Yeah. I mean, even for you, dude, to heat up a bar real quick to yeah, move it or bend it. Yeah, probably should have like, one of those. I know you use your torch, but, like – even this is faster than a torch. Yeah, yeah. And it's I want one just because they're cool. Well, you want yeah. it. You like it and stuff nowadays. Just to play, to, just to play with it. I know. Yeah. Well, it's funny because Steve Schwarzer, who if you if anybody doesn't know who Steve Schwarzer is, he's like, like the Godfather of Damascus. He's like an unbelievable blacksmith uh, down in Florida. He just got one, and he's been talking all about it. And I feel like. Like, it's, it's funny because on the U.S. Solid site, it says how many they have in stock. And earlier this week, they had 85. Now they have 76. Mm. And I would almost guarantee you it's because Steve Schwarzer, who is so respected in the blacksmithing community, got one and has been talking about it on Instagram. And I'm sure he got a lot of people who thought they were bullshit to buy one just because he said mm. it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, Remember the handheld anyway. one the guy had at Fabtech? And he was holding yeah. on to the steel like an inch away from where it was like mm-hmm. 2,000 degrees. It was the craziest yeah. shit ever. I don't even know how he was doing yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it, that was wild. I, have, I actually just just recently saw that video on my phone. Um, it was crazy. It was like a, that was more for like heating up bolts and stuff. And yeah. that thing was pretty big too. Remember he had it on a, on a hook. Yeah. 
because it was so heavy. Fabtech, I would like to go to again soon. Whatever. It's in Atlanta this what, year. We have when to is go. it in the fall? It's in November. Okay, yeah, I, I definitely want to go to that. You gotta go. You gotta go. I think, I think I'm going. You gotta go. It's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's it's unbelievable. It's like it's it's like mind blowing how crazy it's it is. Nuts. Well, here's here's the video. Derek, do you ever see this video? So this guy's got mm-hmm. a, a handheld induction forge and he's look at look at where he's holding the bolt. Wow. Uh, holding the rod. Isn't that nice? And he's touching Smart. the outside of the coil. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, right? That literally if he kept going it would just melt in his hand and it would drip on his yeah. fingers. Right? Oh, that was Wow, that's wow. crazy. That goes pretty far. Like how the tip is still red hot. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and that is like hot. Like that's not oh, like that's yeah. That's like that's 15 yellow, probably 1800 degrees. Yellowish, yeah. white, hot almost. And look at how and he was trying to show off how he can isolate the heat. Wow. Maybe I'll post this on the handmade podcast Instagram, but probably not. So you just cool. have to imagine. You just have to imagine it. Imagine him holding yeah. a hair dryer. And then a Like he's just holding it in his it's hand. It's not it's not even that big. Yeah, it's not. Wow. No, well that one I think that one I think is real heavy though cuz he has it on like a Yeah, hook. He has it on. Yeah, he doesn't want to hold yeah. it all day, but still it's yeah. amazing. Well, but it's funny because I was going to buy one of the little like bolt heater ones just to have it and then I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll just get the real thing." Yeah. So Yeah, but but I think uh getting one of those and having the power hammer, I feel like it will be really fun. I think I you should like put the power hammer to... in the middle. I know. It looks Paul so wants nice. me to rearrange the shop. I know. He's like, yeah, but I lose uh, access to two sides of this table. It's like, who yeah, gives a I shit? I never get to anyway. I know. Once I get it, once I get it running, I feel like it'll be. Uh, I'll, I'll have different thoughts on like <laughs> where it's got to be and shit. It's so funny, that... Derek. We should get you a power hammer and put it in the basement. No, no. Oh I my god! Can you imagine trying to get that thing down the stairs? Oh my it'd be, god! It'd be easy. Just slide it in pieces. You <laughs> yeah, know, do a little just... giant. Like take the whole thing apart. So like you have just like the the tower, and then like the flywheel, all the, all the different. Parts. Make a tire <laughs> hammer. It's funny. A, a friend of mine has one not too far from here. He has one of the small ones, a twenty five pound little giant. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing, like how good it is. Like they're so small, but they're so powerful. Twenty five pound just, little giant is deceivingly it just, small. It's just mm. amazing how good it is. You know. Yeah. It's just, and he has the tabletop um, press, hydraulic press from oh, yeah. Coal Eye in there, and uh, that's pretty cool, you know. But the the small one's really nice. But yeah. his na- I'm like, your neighbors must hate you, dude. That's the thing. Yeah, they're loud, man. Like that's um, the problem you're gonna have in that building. Oh, dude. Chris. Oh, like, I know. People, people upstairs oh, are gonna be like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, they're gonna call. The, like, they'll probably call. I don't know. I'd, I'd be afraid to use it in there. Like, is it like? All brick, it, the freaking place stopped falling yeah. down. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. There's cracks in the I'm floor. Not about it. Who I know. Gives shit. I know. All of a sudden, the walls start falling apart, and everything. It, and it's not that close. big of a ham. I mean, it doesn't have that heavy of a ram. But I, so Paul, I tried to weigh the ram. So we don't know how heavy yeah. the ram is. I tried to weigh the ram with like a small um, shipping scale that I had. And it went up to the shipping scale went up to fifty pounds, and it didn't even get close. Like it errored out as soon as I put it on there. Oh, okay. So, so maybe I'm thinking 75. it it might be a seventy five pound ram. And I was looking online, and apparently a, a number two, a, a number two Beaudry, a regular number two Beaudry mm-hmm. would have been a seventy five. Oh, okay. Maybe it is. So maybe it is a seventy five. Well, Chris, but... just divide it up like in a couple of different sections and try and get like 
ballpark measurements of the ramp. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the bottom's yeah. wider than the yep. top. And do like a steel weight calculation. You'll at least be able to tell like, okay, it's yeah comes out to 48 pounds or it'll be yeah, like yeah, 80 yeah. pounds, like off of rough calculations. You'll be able to see like, I think it might be mm-hmm. 70 pounds, 75 pounds. I could see it because, I mean, 75 pounds comes up real fast yeah. when you're talking about solid steel. Plus with the you know die I mean? on there. I mean, does that include the die? I don't know how they calculate it. I would think so, right? It's the falling weight. So. Why wouldn't it include the die, you know? Um, why why wouldn't you include the die in the calculation of the ramp? Because well, Let's just go know. with 75. Sounds better. Yeah, I like the sound of that, you know? I like I like the sound. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's the it's casting is cool. wild. It's a crazy shape. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's, really it's definitely nuts. wild. Um. So it's amazing yeah, how they did shit cool. like that back then. I know. It's like who the hell it's, did? And how did they get? Like I gotta watch some videos on like casting or something. Because how did they mm-hmm. get? it to be hollow like that like with sand like i don't understand i don't understand either because so like the base of this power hammer is what is it five and a half six feet tall let's say and the whole Mm -hmm. base is hollow but it's Mm -hmm. like an inch thick yeah so how do you cast like how is it yeah like you said paul is it sand cast and it's lost you know, like, how do you create a buck that's that hollow on such a huge void? Yeah. You know what I mean? They just have to make the two molds and they fit together somehow. I don't well, know. it's easy to know. understand if it was a solid object. You have it once half and then the other half. But it's like there's also something yeah, inside. But it's, just one, it's like when they do a bell. It's just like how they do a bell, you know? Like yeah, a, I guess. Like a, yeah. Brass, a brass bell. There was a thing on... Um, Actually, you know what? I'll find the video. I, I sent it to Jimmy, I think. It's the oldest bell company in Italy. I just and saw they, something about and that. And they cast yeah. them. They cast them a certain way. They dest- There's no, like, mold. Like, it destroys the mold. Um. Like, they build the mold. That's probably exactly how they do it. They build these molds, and they cast them, and then the inside of it just falls apart. Yeah, maybe it's not It's sand. not like a sand thing. No, it's not. It's it's, yeah. um, it's, be it's like brick hard... they make it out of. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, they must it's out of brick. Like that yeah, these... it's probably exactly like how they did that. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a YouTube video. Look it up. It's a, the oldest bell comment. It was really interesting how they did it. It's kind of like a museum now, mm. the place. Like, they made all the bells for, like, the Vatican and all that stuff. It takes forever for them to make one. But, yeah, uh, it was, it was did you see that cool video? Speaking you of sell bells, on Amazon. It, hmm? Did you see that video of these guys ringing bells? I don't know if it was in like a church or something, but like they pull on the rope and then the bell swings hmm. and it comes back and the the rope shoots them all the way up to yeah. the top onto yeah. the bell and it looks like they're gonna go flying out of the no oh it's crazy shit and then they they yes. jump off and pull the rope again and that's how they ring them. It's so yeah, nuts. It's like the cartoon. It looks like yeah. they're going to fly out of the church. Yeah, because like, the, the, yeah, the bell has the big wheel on it, so the rope goes it's around so it. so crazy. Yeah, it pulls them up, and they go... Ch-ching. I want to I wanna see this. Where? How would I find this? I video? don't know. Giant bell ring? I don't know. I have no idea. How, I, this, ringing, I need to see this. Guy ringing bell gets pulled up. <laughs> gets launched. Well, yeah. He's that he still hasn't come down from Earth. He's he's still there. I don't know. Anyway, you do it like this. This is how they do it. 
the hell is that? They they were ringing the bell at, at Samantha's college. Oh, what is that? I didn't know what that was. It, it was like a time oh, yeah, lapse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what sucks is I went all the way upstairs to do it, and you can't uh, you can't see the bell tower. The the rope goes up. They won't let you go up there. The rope goes up through the roof. Mm. It's uh, like I went all the way up to the fourth floor, and you can't even see it. It's like asses. But <laughs> I got a new tool. What'd you get, Derek? Guess. Did you get it though, or did you order? I it don't have it yet. I ordered it. Can I say what I ordered, or should I wait? I don't Make know. People wait? You probably got something in the last week that you physically have. Let me see. Let you're me you're as bad as me. You just buy smaller I got, shit. I got I got a uh, base for my saw stuff. That was kind of fun. Next. No, that was actually fun. I could move it around. How did you get the saw stop on the base? Did you just oh, you don't want to know. Heave it on there? You don't want to know. It's not as true as it used to be. <laughs> well, dude, I mean, I'm not one to talk. You know that the, when we moved my saw stop into the shop, dude. we were rolling it down a ramp, and I ripped the entire control box <laughs> oh with the fucking God. with the whole with the whole computer in it that tells it how to stop. As soon as we're rolling it down the thing, I'm like, oh, this is going great. All of a sudden, I hear, and we blew it right off the side of the That's machine. Me and Macklin bad. looked at each other like, oh shit. Keith Johnson's telling me the other day like his saw stop it's like he's like it's not cut and true and You're probably I'm using like, like 1000 yeah. feeler gauges yeah. or something yeah he called a bomb and got like one of his like micrometers or something yeah can you imagine him and so, a bomb trying to put that yeah. crane in dude, dude i this- took i took freaking a two by four cut it in half and my buddy picked up one side of the saw and I propped it up so it was tilted. Mm-hmm. And then we picked up the other side with the other wings and just kicked it underneath it and dropped it on it. <laughs> I'm like, right. It still comes on. It'll cut wood. That's right. And, and it moves. And thank God Keith saved my ass because he's like, the one thing I didn't like, it was too low. And I didn't think of that. You can't prop the saw up at all once it's on the stand. You know what mm. I mean? Like to raise it up. So I had to cut an inch and a half, you know, two sheets of three-quarter inch plywood and put it un- on underneath it to raise it up so it'll be level with my table. Interesting. But but I love it. And I'm literally got that stupid-ass thing so I can move the saw sideways so I can move the bandsaw over the other side of the basement. That's the only reason I bought it. $500 so I can move the freaking bandsaw so I don't have to go around everything. Mm. I can yeah. just twist it. But what's good about it, I didn't think it was really going to work on my floor. It rolls fine. In my floor, so it's nice. It, it now, really is nice to be able to jack it up and just. Move is that it the? Oh, that's the one where it's got a. a, a yeah, thing? it's the industrial one. Yeah, it's, it's what that the hydraulic five hundred bucks. Fucking god, get out Dude, of here! Hold on, I'd be putting I'd be putting sixteen dollar casters on that thing. Time out, time out. If you were struggling, you had to move all this stuff, and somebody said, "Hey, for five hundred dollars, we'll move all this for you." Wouldn't you pay him? No, I would drag that Derek, shit across the floor every time I had to move it. He's been struggling moving things for 10 years. Do me this. Do me this. How old are you? 33. All right. So in 20 years, <laughs> right, you tell me you're, you're dragging around. I'm fucking old, dude. I'm an old I, man. I got you. I got you. I'm telling you in this moment. And Paul knows the day we moved, put my power hammer in. Honestly. You know, Paul, did you watch my story? I figured out that the amount of shit that we slid over the table, the yeah, animals, it's just 3,000 pounds of shit. Three thousand pounds of shit, and then everybody left, and I moved all that shit around by myself. Chris is the most no. efficient, unefficient person I've ever seen in my That's life. Right. No, That's right. No, you know, no. Honestly, I would have done that. The problem is, is my floor is so uneven. No, I, I know. It I was know. propped up. You couldn't like 
move it out of the way, and it would like catch and everything. So I understand that, having a nice why. stand for that. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I yeah, had like some it, shitty know, it, one so, that doesn't even belong it's so on, nice. under mine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so nice that stand. It's like it's it's worth every penny. It yeah. just works so nice, you know. But um, but no, it um, it's nice. I like it. That's great. That's a great. That's, that's a, my new tool of the week. That's your new tool. It's a Did good, I get something? That's else? a good tool. I, don't know. I see a lot of else. I see a lot of white and green boxes behind. No, you. Those, yeah. uh, those those are um. There's more over there too. I'm noticing a trend. Right. Yeah, I love those. It's just a sickness. But no, those are all filled with sandpaper. Those are those two <laughs> new festivals. If they were in my shop, they'd be filled with sand and they'd be blocking yeah. water from coming <laughs> oh in the doors. God. Paul, how many sandbags do you think Dude, you moved? This, there was this probably weekend? like thirty sandbags. And then he had these other like pool noodle things that were blocking oh, the water. God. Derek, it was unbelievable what we had to do. Dude, it's so you know insane. What you want to laugh, Paul? You want to laugh, Paul? So then after you guys all left that night, I put everything back. Yeah. Right? Then the next day panza the bmx kid came by and brought a banshee uh quad because oh. we're gonna do this like project and we had to get it into the machine shop how do you think we did that Same we way. moved all the sandbags that were in front of the machine shop door all that shit moved all that shit out of the way brought the banshee in shot what we had to shoot took the banshee back out put all the sandbags oh. back mm. oh and then you know you every now and then you pick up a sandbag and the bottom of it blows out and gets all over your feet it's, and they're all soaking wet. That sucks. Mm. The best is when Matt went to open the door and you're like, whoa, whoa, don't open it. And he's like, what? Like, he thought, like, ten saws were going to fall and hit him on the head. I, like, I have a shelf above the door. and there's, That shelf's and there's at like maximum a, capacity. Oh, dude, there's, there's like, got to be 12 chainsaws up there. And there's an arm that, as you open the door, swings out, you know, on the opener. I think tree as it swings services out, don't even have 12 chainsaws, like... Dude, he, I, uh, on the door was about 20 chainsaw chains spare chains just in case he gets one dull he's got 20 no, more you know, you know you know i have those stupid things somebody brought them to my shop and goes oh here do you want all yeah, these throw chainsaw out. chains and i go i go Dude, I guess the best one was when matt pulled this shitty the shittiest corded chainsaw that is like a toy it was like the bl- the blade was like eleven inches long. He's like, Dude. like an electric chainsaw. He's like, throw this out. He's like, what do you need this for? And I said, yeah, you probably have three battery powered ones anyway, because I know you have probably a Milwaukee one and a Ryobi one. You know, it's just so <laughs> ill. Oh, oh god! You know what I gave him this fall? What? Another chainsaw. Another chainsaw. Oh my god! But a that, real chain—that's a real chainsaw. That one hasn't made it onto the shelf yet. So a couple of years ago, so a couple of years. No, I know that's my upstate saw. I bring it every time I go upstate. So uh, um, that's the only running saw have you in my used, shop. Have you used it? We cut some stuff up when before we knocked the house down. Yes, we brought it right up. Started Stop right up. Right. Yeah, I haven't put a drop stuff. of fuel in it. I have no idea how yeah. old that gas is. But you use uh, the the premix shit, don't you? Yeah, it should have that in So there. then it'll, I'll, yeah, I won't yeah, change the fuel yeah. for like three or four years. I'm fine. Yeah, perfect. You're good. Um, You're good. So I, 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 a couple of years ago, this guy that I knew, um, he moved. And he had – that's where I got all those grizzly tools. Remember when I got like the big grizzly oh, bandsaw, yeah. the big grizzly planer? And he had – this guy, he was a uh, – he was a like an award-winning like cardiologist or something. He had, he had some serious dough. 
And instead of paying for somebody to make his cabinets, he really had a passion for woodworking. So he made all his own cabinets. I think I talked about this on the podcast. Yes, he did. And he made his own concrete countertops and polished them. Oh, wow. So instead of spending the money to have a cabinet shop build his cabinets, he bought the tools in the wood and made all of them completely by hand. He did an incredible job. Wow. And then after that, he kind of just like had all these tools and he used them every now and then. So when he sold his house, he was like, I don't need any of this shit. One of the things that he had done at, at this property was he had slabbed a bunch of his own trees. So he had like an arborist saw, like the top handle. He had a big still saw. He had an Alaskan mill. And when he gave me all his tools, he goes, he goes, I'm moving into a condo. I guess I don't need any of this shit. So he just gave me all these saws. And I was wow. like, okay, but they all were like kind of fucked up. Like none yeah. of them really worked. Like the chains were all hanging off. So I just said, I, he was like, oh, he, he, basically what he told me was anything that Mac and I didn't take, he was having goodwill come and pick up. I'm like, I'm taking everything. Mm. I'm like, mm. fuck that. They're going to sell this chainsaw for like $18 at Goodwill. It's not happening. Mm. You know, like I'm not, I'm not letting this shit go, go down that path. So that's why I have like half those saws. And then I have like the hot saw, which I've used like three times, but I got to have, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like the, the, the gas cutting saw, which I think is hysterical. That's a good you don't thing. Even have one. That's a good thing to have. I need to get one actually. Yeah. The, um, yeah. the, the, the demo saw is good to have. Yeah, you gotta have you a know, demo saw. But you also don't I mean, need you know, 12 chainsaws. You... No, I don't. I don't. I did... Well, remember I had all those old vintage ones? I sold all yeah, of them. Yeah, well, that's so I've good. already sold, like, six saws. I just that's have six good. more to go. Now he has pieces of shit ones. Now I just have pieces of shit. That's right. The old vintage ones were really cool. That though. was cool. They were really cool so um, until you tried to use them. and they I, had... I was going to say, can you imagine oh, using those? Dude, I, I chainsaw oh. milled for days with those big saws. It was oh. brutal. When you were done, you felt like you felt like you were getting electrocuted because the vibration. <laughs> yeah. like, the vibration was <laughs> yeah. so bad, and they were so yeah. fucking loud. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, they were imagine. so loud. Like, you could hear them. You must have heard them for miles. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, oh, a yeah. big saw is loud, but, like, a saw oh, yeah. from 1980 oh. that's 140 cc's is, yeah. like, as loud as it could possibly That's be. That's a big oh motor. God. Jesus Christ. Dude, they were huge yeah. saws. Yeah, they were those huge were big saws. ass saws. Yeah, they were huge. And they were so freaking wow. heavy. Yeah. Like, my 3120 is big. Like, it's a... when I'm, I'm used to it because it's, like, really the main saw that I have. The one with the 40-inch the, the bar and the 65-inch bar. Yeah. It's a big saw head, but you don't realize how big it is till you grab, like, a normal... Like, the saw Derek gave me is mm. half the size of my 3120. Yeah. yeah. And when I hold the 3120, I'm like... That the body of the thirty one twenty has got to be this big, it's got to yeah. be two and a half That's feet long. Crazy. And the yeah. bucking spikes, the bucking spikes are like eight mm. inches. There, it's crazy. You think he lives in like Alaska I gave in you. the bush, right? The one I, I, Long I love that one. <laughs> I love that saw I gave you. That saw, it's so nice, so nice. It and, stops but you, right up. But you went electric. Quickly. You went battery. No, I have no? an electric one, oh, and okay. it's uh, same brand as that and everything. But I just felt like I hated storing it in my basement mm-hmm. with the gasoline. I don't have a shed. I used to heat with wood, so I'd use it all the time. And I know if I ever need it, I just take it from you. And you don't. And if you have thirteen saws instead of fourteen, have, you don't yeah, know. It'll be fun. It's it's just you'll be you'll get through it. You'll yeah. get through it. So it's I'm, it's the but that electric one I have. It was when they. Not when they first came out with one. No, it's a corded one. Yeah, yeah. But it's a steel, and it's like it's it's unbelievable that saw. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's you would think it's a gas saw. Yeah, you know, yeah, it cuts yeah. through everything. And the only yeah. thing that limits it is the blade's not that long. But mm-hmm. even cutting, you know, nice size logs cuts right through them. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's. 
The uh, I have I, I don't have the Milwaukee uh, chainsaw. I do have the Ryobi one though. And the even Milwaukee the Milwaukee one's one, really nice. We I've heard that up. At yeah, Jimmy. probably I get one. Yeah. I I mean, <laughs> you I should get you should have one for up New Ham- up um, New York. Yeah, I know. Um, we uh, we use it. We use the Ryobi one every time we work up there on small stuff because it's like you just you pull the trigger. Mm. You yeah. Know? But but um, I'm actually I'm very interested in the in the new like battery powered lawn stuff. And it's funny with this last storm, I was looking at these um, these. Crazy, I want to see the snow blowers. That's right. The snow I was blowers say, blow my mind. These battery powered riding lawnmowers they that. have now. Dude, they what, have these snow blowers. It's a two-stage, twenty-four-inch yeah. snowblower. Big, they're big. That are big, and the only problem is the runtime. I was watching yeah. these guys up in Massachusetts when you guys just got mm. that storm. Yeah, saying, "Yeah, this thing is unstoppable, but you only get twenty minutes of battery." Yeah, on. and the yeah. batteries probably and, cost yeah. eight hundred dollars each. Like the well, batteries are that's expensive. The problem. That's the problem. But yeah. once things become a little more, like you know, a little more um, common, right? And everybody, you know. It'll be like anything, mm. you know, and then it'll and, – and, and, dude, it's crazy. My town just basically outlawed gas-powered leaf blowers. So what are you supposed yeah, to do for every, your le- – like, You're supposed to use electric. What about lawn and That's how it is around here. They want them Doesn't to go matter. electric too. Yeah. And eventually That's it'll not be the practical, same thing with the though, if you have it's, – It's totally not. Like dude, what if there's a five-acre yard and someone needs their leaves done and you need those big Come to Massachusetts. Ones. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Like I understand, I understand, all, but it's all also, the big money towns around here like that, all know, electric. It's yeah, it's like they're gonna buy, they're gonna harass you about using a, a leaf blower, and then it's like there's probably corporations that are like polluting the planet. Like, is it for pollution or noise? Mm-hmm. Noise. Oh, it's noise. For both. Oh, both. Yeah, both. It's but noise. Both. Right but, here, it's yeah. been noise for, for years. Like Lexington, Mass, you couldn't have a, um, a gas leaf blower for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's now they re- restricted it here that, like, uh, you can't use them before 9 a.m. any day, and then on Sundays yeah. you can't use them at all. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny. I, I, I watched a video about this, and it's a very it's – a, it's a really keen marketing scheme that all these highly polluting companies have, have done. So basically, like, these big polluting companies have put the, the uh, emotional and social pressure on the consumers yeah. to make a difference. Like Exxon is like yeah. conserve energy, but Exxon doesn't do shit. Yeah, I mean when and they dump Exxon... ten billion gallons of oil into exactly. the Gulf of Mexico. So, so basically, what they were saying is, it's like it's just a big, it's a big bait and switch. You put pressure on the consumers to do better, right? We have to recycle. We have to do this so that they feel bad. Like you have this this burden of like, oh my god, I I can't believe I'm driving this gas guzzling car. But we can't, you know. I mean, and yes, obviously, with an, enough people paying attention and giving a shit, you can you can you can elicit change. But these companies don't do anything. They spend all the money on marketing to try to make people feel bad about what they're doing in their lives instead of doing anything on their own. It's it's such an interesting like social experiment, you know, like hmm. what a fucking scam. You know, and, and, and all these people too, it's so funny, all these people in my town that are bitching about uh the leaf blowers are all driving like uh uh you know, uh, a, a Tahoe extended that gets seven miles to the gallon <laughs> and they leave it running outside yeah. so that their kids don't have to sit in a hot car in the summer. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like they yeah. put the remote starter on it and let it warm up for an hour in the morning mm-hmm. before they get in it. Yeah. But you yeah. know, they all care about the and environment. And they're heating an 8,000 square foot house, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. 
It's all it's the bullshit. way of the world. This is all bullshit. It's all big scam. Mm. Yeah. It's all a big scam. Anyway, what do you guys been watching? Let's see. What have I been watching? Uh, other than the trailer to my Netflix show, <laughs> oh, um, nothing. It's funny. The director messaged me. He goes, how many times have you watched it? And I go, 20. And then I watched it again. And I twenty one. Like, the camera. I go, actually, 21. Count it's, got, one. it's got 75,000 views on YouTube. Wow. How many of them are wow. yours? Wow. Like a thousand. No, I, I must have watched it. I probably watched it 15, 20 times. That's amazing. Honestly. I love it. Yeah. I want to, are they doing more um, teasers for it? Do they yeah. have any plans yeah, to do yeah, more yeah, like, clips yeah, or anything? We're supposed to, yeah, we're supposed to get emailed today um, things they want us to post, like little video clips mm-hmm. and stuff. They said wait till the, like, the week before. They yeah. said you don't want to do it now. Cause you want to let it, you want to let yeah. it. You want to have it yeah. go up and then yeah. let it yeah. simmer yeah. and then go up yeah. again, not yeah. hit it all at once. Yeah. It's yeah. like a waste, you know? Yeah. Yep. So um, That's cool. But you know what I, I've been watching is Wesley, two words, W-E-S-L-E-E, Music Repair. This guy, I just started watching him today. He's been fixing, like, these brass instruments. All right. Nice. Like, oh, that's I don't cool. Know if, I don't know if he's damaging wow. them. Like, these things come in. So making trash, dude. Yeah, it's almost like the guys that that like put the the stuff. Like, like, look at this. Like this French horn repair, right? It's like, like, come on. There's no. How's way. that happen? Like, look. What at the that hell thing. happened to that? Did he get run over by a a, yeah. a, a semi? I don't know. I wonder if it's. He's going to the Goodwill cons. and buying them for six dollars, and then you know what does he pound out those dents? Yeah, yeah. Good for and him. It makes them. It makes them look perfect. You know. Yeah, it's really cool how he does it, you know? I like that. I want to subscribe. I'll just, yeah, I subscribed. yeah. I, sub- yep. I subscribed. Yeah. see what I've been watching. Uh, I don't know. I haven't I been watching much. I had a good one, much. too. I had a good one that I had been, that I was watching. Oh, I, I actually, in the, last few the uh, Akash Singh uh, comedy special. Bring back Apu. That's Andrew Schultz's guy, right? That's Andrew Schultz's co-host on their one of their podcasts. It was good. Um, it was funny. It was very funny. Um, you know, a little controversial, but I thought it was hysterical. Uh, uh, see, I don't need this though. I need the next thing. Um, um yeah it was, it was really good so everybody should go watch that paul you got nothing no cooking shows um no, you got to be watching body work videos that's what now i'm watching body I'm just guy. looking through you're a body guy now yeah i was watching a, like one youtube channel was make it make it custom was one oh uh, yeah I've, i watched them. um I watched them. doing like learning how to like shrink metal oh, yeah yeah, yeah uh, he's him. he's great he's great yeah. isn't he I recommended him one week. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of good channels. I, I I haven't watched enough. I still gotta watch a lot more videos because I, this is like a whole new thing. Like trying to, you know, work with sheet metal and bend it and mm-hmm. shrink it and stretch it and, it's interesting though. It it blows my mind how it doesn't get worn out. Like you do so much shit to right. it, and pound on mm-hmm. it and pound on it and somehow it's like still okay. Mm-hmm. And then as you add 
curves to it. You're making it stronger. Yeah. And like you add dimension, it makes it stronger. That like, always amazes so me. Like when they do a bead on it, yeah, how it just does it. You know, it's really cool. It's such an art. That's so impressive. Oh yeah. Because like at least with the blacksmithing, mm-hmm. you could kind of it's like solid, and you could kind of just like see what happens. Like oh, you're squishing it, or you're like making it longer. You're, this shit, mm-hmm. it's like you're making these shapes out of thin metal and. Like you're, the way you're shrinking the metal and when they shrink it, that's when I I get I'm impressed when they like yeah shrink it and that's stuff the crazy like that. shit. you know that's that's really wild. If, did you watch one Paul when he does the roof? Yeah, when he does the dents in the roof and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty wild how he does it. I love that truck he has. I I it's watched so cool one where it was like how to like fix the oil canning thing. Like you know when you push on the panel and it like pops in and out. Mm-hmm. The guy literally took a yeah. torch, heated up a spot in the middle of yeah. the panel, and then just took the pointy end of the body hammer and just went bam and just hit it right and just put a big dent right in the hot part of the metal and cooled yeah. it off quick. Yeah. And that, yeah. like, tightened everything up because he put a dent in it. And then he just hammered that dent back out and some and shrunk that dent out and fixed it. Like, yeah. it was just crazy. It's it is it's nuts the stuff That's he does cool. he's he's so good he's so I love his videos they're so well done I think his wife shoots them yeah all. yeah he does a video where he talks about it and stuff I need it to watch really more of his shit Matt's yeah. Matt's really good yeah I'd love to see Matt do and it and he it's it's a shame that he doesn't do more of it because yeah. he's so like all over the place doing a million things but he's good and. Um, mm. I think that you definitely got to have him like we definitely have to pick a day to come up yeah. where like we actually comes and like helps you with something. Yeah, definitely. Because I think like if you had a project where you were like, hey, I got to make this panel. Mm-hmm. I think I would love to just watch him, too. And we'll bring my English wheel and we'll bring the planishing hammer. You should um, even you know make I mean? a video. You could make a video about it. I, that's what I was channel. even thinking, too. And like but or I would vlog. love to watch because because him and I have like. He's shown me stuff when we've been working on projects, but I would love to see him like do a panel on like your truck. Yeah. Where it's like you, like, and we could both watch him do it and and see him actually practically do it because he's he's really talented with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a generally talented metal. Oh worker, yeah. But, um, when we were doing those lion sculptures, right? I had made those you know huge lion sculptures. Macklin and I were bringing one out, and Macklin tripped while we were carrying it and <laughs> fell and dented one of oh. them. And I was like, fuck, you got to be kidding me. Like, the guy's coming in the morning. It's oh like 9 o'clock God. at night. So I had, I have, like, you know, I have some body, like, some dollies, you know. Yeah. So I took, I was like, fuck it. I got to get this dent out. Like, we can't remake it, yeah. you know. Mm. Can't put Bondo on it. Like, I mean, I could have put Bondo on it, but at that point, it was, you know, like, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So I, I hammer and dollied it out with a body hammer, and I, I let it, like, be a little bit proud, and then I, you know, hammered it back down, mm. and I blended it with a DA, and then we repainted it, and you, know, you never could have found this dent. Wow. After mm. that. Never could have found nice it. Nice, Matt. That's amazing. After we did it. I, and, and... Mac just kind of like looked at me when it happened. I'm like, you fuck. But it was all right. It worked out fine. I was like, it's okay. I was like, we're going to fix it. It's not a big deal. We're going to get it fixed. We're going to resolve it. And then what was funny was 
the next day, I don't remember where I had to be, but I asked Macklin to go and meet the movers there. And the movers came to pick those up in a regular moving truck with no dollies, no straps, nothing. Had no idea how big these things were or how heavy they were. And Macklin said they, like, dragged them into the truck, like, scratched the shit out of them. And I said, I don't care what they do to them. I took pictures. I said, and I got it all on my security camera of them loading them. And I told Macklin, I said, dude, do not help these guys. Oh, yeah. Do not help them load it. And I said, as much as you're going to want to help them, do not help them because if they if one of these things falls they're gonna say we didn't drop it that guy dropped it Mm. and you're not covered under their insurance you know like that's why that's why you hire movers so that they can be responsible so but yeah we should definitely plan a a, a sheet metal day at fairfield iron fairfield steelworks you know definitely that'll be fun that would be cool you should dude you should build your own english wheel paul i could i know it's a lot yeah because like um the ones that you buy are like they they're flex shitty, a lot yeah. and they're pretty shitty. Um, this guy, if you don't already follow him, uh, Chris Williams, he's a Wilmot Wilmot Grinders. Oh yeah, um, he's building one right now. He hasn't really posted any photos of it on his page, but he's posted he posts stories about it all the time, and he's doing this crazy like kind of like it almost looks like a almost looks like a Star of David. It's like this crazy like kind of overlapping triangles. Huh. And it's supposed to be like really, really stiff, and it's like it's a design I've seen before, but but um, and it's like for this for for what it would cost to make it, he's doing his like crazy. He's bondoing all like he ground oh, it and bondoed yeah. it. Like the thing's gonna look perfect, but for what it is, if you just made one out of four by four tube, mm-hmm. you could probably fabricate one in like a day. Yeah, and then I think he said he was gonna buy the carrier for the wheels. Oh, okay. And then, like, you know, you'd have one that isn't a piece of shit and would probably cost you as much as the piece of shit one. Yeah. But it would, you know, not be shit. That would be cool. I don't know. You know? Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. But, uh... Because, like, the Harbor Freight one, a lot of guys take them and then they weld a ton of supports to them because they're... They just they're, they flex yeah, that too kid, much. Yeah, the kid make it custom. That's what he does. He modifies the hover freights. Yeah, they they flex like they flex like crazy, and because um, they're made out of like thin like bullshit tube, yeah. you know. Well, so when you I mean, weld, how else could they? When you be? weld, looking through a wine glass to make these things, you know, it can only get so strong. Through a Pepsi bottle. Yeah. Oh, here you go. I just found the. Uh, I just found the. Um, the plans that I think Chris Wilmot went off for his on eBay. Which you probably don't even need the plans. You could probably just look at this photo. Mm. The plans are ninety bucks, eighty bucks. Oh my god! Probably just look at the photo yeah. and make it. I don't. I don't understand. If you're a metal worker, I don't think you're. Uh, yeah. I don't think you need that kind of shit. Oh, dude! Actually, you could make one on your plasma table. I just sent oh, you really? another one. That's really oh. cool. Yeah, you cut the side the side profile. I was on thinking the about that, table. like a big C or something. That's exactly what it is. Wow. A big C. See, too bad you don't make YouTube that would videos be cool. anymore. Yeah, I know. I need to make another one. That could one. be a YouTube video, you know? Yeah. Maybe next year. Mm. <laughs> anyway. I wish I had, like, just extra money just to, like, ha- just hire somebody to, like, film and edit them. Like, I just want to be able to work. I'm like, you know, know. just have someone follow me around with a camera. Because no, I just forget. Me, I know. <laughs> believe me. I, I would. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I want. All I want is somebody that I... I can trust to hold the camera and deal with the fact that it's 45 degrees in my shop mm. and that I start at six in the morning. Like there's no human well, being on the planet happen, that yeah. would put up with what I deal with. And it's so funny because I tell, 
I tell um, uh, um, Anthony Panza all the time how lucky he is to have his filmer Austin mm. because Austin is just down for whatever and he's such a good dude. He's funny and like easy to be around and like like they don't normally work on Sundays, but I was only available on Sunday to film this video. Yeah. So he was like, "Austin, you want to work Sunday?" Austin's like, "Yeah, sure, no problem. Like I'll I'll be there. We'll shoot it." You know what I mean? Like it's he's he's got it's so hard to find somebody like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, we better get yeah. going. Yep. It's past my well, thanks dinner. everybody. And uh, thanks everybody for listening and check out the making fun on Netflix, March 4th. I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about it again. Yeah, let's we'll talk week about it next, next week, week and I the think. following week. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that's it. See you next Thank week. Thank you. Thank you. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger less than five miles away or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.